What's up? This is another episode of Just Comic Thoughts. Here we discuss pop culture and multimedia. We often clash because Edgar is often <laughs> many times wrong. I'm Darius, the voice of reason here, and if you somehow miraculously made the decision to keep listening, please tune in for our absurd takes and passionate debates that ultimately result in nothing. This is Just Comic Thoughts. Thank you for listening. Nothing in common. Nothing in common. What was she again? What did she classify her? And first of all, how did she get to to be like that? Didn't something happen to her? Because she said she was talking to the mom. She the was mom t- summoned her. Okay. She was a she was a spirit. So her daughter died. Okay. So I thought because she- the dad was raping her violently, and I think the mom cast a spell to like get rid of the dad, and it ended up casting or ended up calling that spirit. Yeah, they went to that shaman lady, and so like I think it was like she has to kill a hundred, um, a hundred people, and then she can get her daughter back. It was something crazy because that that pretty explicit scene where she was having sex with that dude, and then all of those little tentacle things like came out of her, um, and she was like, "Yeah, you got like nine more." I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> um. Well, before we get to Lovecraft Country, let's get to some um. Just some common thoughts and some headlines. Um, today, it got announced that Oscar Isaac um, from Dune and Star Wars and Apocalypse. Ex Machina. Oh, Ex Machina. You're right. You're right. You're right. How do you know about Ex Machina and you didn't like devs? But, um, some people can make TV. Some people can make movies. Some people can't do both. You're right. Um, but anyways, Oscar Isaac is going to be the new Moon Knight. Um, it got announced today and... I thought it was good news, but apparently some people aren't happy because um, that's no one's ever happy. Actor playing it. That's um, not a wait. What's what's the actor's uh, ethnicity supposed to be? Um, religion actually Jewish. It's like a Jewish character. And <sighs> Jason Isaac is. Yeah, do we need to call Nick Cannon? <laughs> do we need to call Nick Cannon? <laughs> With his fucking head wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but um no actually they I can go sit in the corner they can go sit in the corner with that hoopla i think like tell me what you think about this like my comment thought about this is just like is it and i'm i'm saying this knowing that i'm you know as a black person so i'm open to being you know told that i'm wrong about this but like to me representation and you know having the right actor on screen for a role i think because it's a visual medium i think there's a little bit more leeway when it's something that you can't tell about a character like sexuality or religion or politics like you know something that you can choose yeah exactly if you can choose it yeah there's leeway not to say you can choose your sexuality but to me yeah something where someone could believably play that part and you can't be like as a viewer, you can't be like, oh, no, this character can't possibly like this be like this because, like... That wouldn't make sense. You wouldn't be able to do any plays. Exactly. You wouldn't be able to do Shakespeare. You wouldn't be able to do any of them stuff. But, um, but yeah, I... Do you know anything about Moon Knight? The only time I... The only thing I... The only um, connection I have with Moon Knight is he was a playable character in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. If you've ever yeah, that's my only connection, too. I um, know they wanted him to be a part of the, the Netflix series with Daredevil. Yeah. Apparently, he's supposed to be like a cracked out Batman or a, a crazy Batman. Yeah, and I think uh, he's supposed to have like mental health issues or something, which is why he became, or my understanding is why he became a popular character because people wanted to see him because it depicted mental health. I mean, I guess I think he came around the same time as um, Punisher, and I think if they didn't do Punisher or if that actor and character didn't become famous like didn't become popular in daredevil i think they might have done moon knight but um i guess they saved him and they're showing him here are you like i think he might actually you're right in that vein he might actually end up being like plus slash marvel's like wolverine slash punisher what do you think about that like is that something that makes sense Oscar Isaac? That that's makes a sense. good get like i'm surprised he's doing i'm surprised he's working with disney again because star wars yeah and X-Men. <laughs> I mean, th- that stuff, like, th- those movies take, like, um, 
they take those actors must like i mean i guess it must go into refilm stuff but like it takes four years between a movie and when the movie usually ends up coming out there in like four or five scenes and it's like you wasted four years of your life doing this so hopefully it was a situation where they didn't need him for a lot of reshoots and that's why he was willing to work with them again but yeah Rashawn, do you have any thoughts on moon knight <laughs> no uh, i'm just i'm just here for the lovecraft country uh review oh, okay. it's, it's kind of why okay. i'm doing <laughs> all right well, um we'll we'll uh we'll get to it quickly before we do though um also um the red hood thing did you see the red hood um costume reveal for titans they revealed the costume they're doing the storyline no i haven't no uh, no yeah Damn. they're gonna get his fucking large forehead into the uh mask they didn't look that i mean it didn't look that bad but it, the costume sort of looks like in the vein of the um, Nightwing costume. Oh, the costume doesn't look, it doesn't look bad, but. It reminds me of the CW shows where like all the costumes look the same, you know? Yeah, I can see that a little bit. But, um, uh, but before we get. But off, that's because that's it's, yeah, that's, it's leather. It's leather and dark. So that's going to look like CW no matter what. I don't like. I mean, well, just quickly, I just really wish they wouldn't do the storyline. I wouldn't. I really wish they would figure something else out. Why run to this one first? Why to run to this story? It's not even a Teen Titans storyline. So why are they using it? They want to make a Batman show. This is my problem with all these shows. If you want to make a Batman show, make a Batman show. Stop using his villains and stop using his storylines and characters. And putting them in other shows, just make the Batman show you want to make. I think they're going to end up making the Batman show. Well, first of all, Batman's coming um, in terms of Ben Affleck because they're like shooting extra stuff for the um, for the Snyder Cut. And I think like I don't know how long each hour is going to be, but if it's four hours, I'm I'm assuming like those are going to be like an hour and twenty minutes plus, like when Game of Thrones was on, and then. Um, and then I really honestly, like, I'd bet $5 that Robert Pattinson ends up being on the Gotham series. Like, he ends up, like, doing, like, a guest starring thing. Yeah, still. It's still, like, too circumvention. Like, oh, we're going to do Batman, but no, we're going to do Gotham with Gordon. Oh, now we're going to do another Gotham show before Batman. After we just did a Gotham show. We're going to do Teen Titans, like- we're going to cast the Batman, and we're going to cast both Robins. And then yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. Like it's just just make the Batman show that we all want and deserve. But yeah, that's 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 all I gotta say on that. Well, let's not keep Rashawn waiting any longer. Um, let's talk about Lovecraft Country, which you all did an episode on talking about. Ooh, you all heard about you know this new show I found out with brutality and all that stuff. <laughs> we forgot to give we forgot to give Edgar his props. So, so here it is, Edgar. Thank you for letting us know about the show. You were touting <laughs> the show for a couple of weeks, and I was not. I was ignoring you. And I finally watched I, it, and I loved it. So, thank you for that, Edgar. Oh, you're welcome, Rashawn. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll have to give uh, I have to give Darius his props though. Thank you, Rashawn. I appreciate that. Turned into it turned into a domino effect because I mean. And I guess I, I could start us off, um, you know, just watching commercials and stuff. I just kind of got like, you know, the whole science fiction fantasy vibes from the commercials. Um, but after hearing yeah. some of my peers talk about it, it was just like, yo, it's even just off of the part, like the, the pilot episode, it's 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 more than that. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And after watching the first can episode, I, I was hooked. Can I grill you for a little bit, Rashawn? How come you don't like watching science fiction? Uh, it's just something that I like never really, uh, I guess, grew up on or like grew to enjoy. To me, I associate science fiction with like supernatural stuff, and it's just like it, it completely takes away from like I I I personally feel like it takes away from like the authenticity of a show. Like yeah. it's either real or it's not, and the more you bring these like mystical or like mythical creatures into a show it just kind of like i don't know just diminishes like a storyline for me 
I could see that. Have you watched um, any of the Avengers movies? I have, but I mean, like, I'm just not like a, I don't know. I just, I'm not like really a, a superhero person. Like, I, I love it for the entertainment piece, but other than that, it's just, it's something that I don't follow. But I will say after watching uh, this season and like really like binging it, like I'm just completely, I'm completely hooked on it. I um I thought no I was only picking on you because um I there was like another situation where like I was um I think I already told Darius about it and I heard it secondhand but it was basically um HBO was doing a promotion with the NBA basically to try to get some of your cousins to watch a show and um I guess the person that they told to like um to, you like, said my cousins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you heard that D right. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean by my cousins? <laughs> when I mean your cousins, I mean you know, <laughs> our cousins. Yep. Um, the person that basically was one of the um, NFL like um, sports announcer, like in the desk place, and they were talking about the show, and they were, you know, basically to generalize or kind of callous about it, and just being like, "Oh, it's just as a strange show, strange show," and like. Um, it kind of bothered me because we recorded a podcast, uh, release date pending, where me and Darius basically were discussing our connection to genre. And I was just talking about how, like, especially for some, you know, especially like, you know, you have like regular, like, people who might not connect to genre and just might enjoy it on a, on sort of a surface level. And I think, you know, I mean, I'm sure that's, you know, mo the most audience, but I feel like, I feel like shows that are genre shows are really um, important, especially like people of color, because they, no, I don't want to say that they teach lessons, but um, a lot of people of color sort of use genre and sci-fi um, to write sort of like, not escapist, but escapist and sort of, um, sort of stories to basically explain their interior lives that maybe they couldn't publish a book about their lives as black people or they couldn't make a show about their lives as black people and so for a lot of you know american history a lot of writers have sort of especially of color have you know used genre a lot but um let me get the fuck off my soapbox because i'm sure darius already muted me but um but yeah so anyways so i'm sorry i don't mean to put my shea butter on so early in the podcast but um i was like yeah, yeah you you kind of you kind of shiny right now in the light bro oh, oh. <laughs> no i'm playing it's all right your shea butter is welcome here thank you um he's he was trying to use it as an insult but you know what no, I was using it as an adjective to describe a group of people and the way they move. You took it as an insult, which says more about you than it does me. <laughs> Put it on right before I turn the podcast. Yeah, but back to, you, to your point, Edgar, yeah, if it, well, I could say that, you know, I personally would write uh, sci-fi off or initially would without really getting into it. Um, but hey, what, oh, my bad. I think you're about to say it, Rashawn. But... I was no, I was just gonna say like, but giving it a chance and and watching this film, uh, watching these this TV show, I just really love the way they uh, connected it to different historical references. Because then you find out that like, oh, I could really relate to this. I could really relate to this character. Or if I didn't, was that where you getting at? Um, was that traditionally science fiction is white? Yeah, and so, traditionally science fiction tells white stories. Exactly. So, so I love yeah. No, I just love I love the way that uh, the writers um, shout out to Jordan Peele. And uh, there was a the, was it a woman that directed this show? So H.P. Nah. Lovecraft wrote a series of like magazine novels, like in sections of magazines. And then he died. And then somebody else picked it up and rewrote the stories off of what he wrote. And then HBO, to Dee's point, picked up the story and then adapted here we go, it. adapted it, but then flipped it on its head. I think well, I think the book, um, the one written in 2016 by, by Matt Ruff, was pre is pretty. They like actually changed the ending, but it was pretty close, like the same characters and uh, some of the storylines. But um, 
but basically, yeah, the person who was in charge of basically adapting it and wrote every episode of the series um, is the lady, Mr. Green. She wrote a show that I really liked earlier. Actually, I went over all this shit earlier. I've like, this is my, I've attempted to sell this show to Darius for like three times and I already said all this shit. So you can probably quote it back all to me, but um, <laughs> you messed up. Um, yeah, me, lady that um, <laughs> they got to. It's her, um, Jordan Peele, and um, JJ Abrams, um, who made the Star Trek movies and the Star Wars movies, and um, and Lost with Damon Lindelof, who made our favorite show ever, Watchmen. Um, but yeah, those three are in charge of making the show. And for better or for worse, actually, I think um, you guys are saying that you really like the show and it's 10 out of 10. And when I was definitely selling it to Darius, I was it was a 10 out of 10. And um, a couple of things happened, I think, around episode four that sort of made me lose my standing with the show. Um and I guess some of those, I don't, because I'm not in the room, so I don't know who did what, but um, a couple of things, I think they're a little bit Jordan Peele or they're a little bit um, J.J. Abrams. Uh, Misha Green, the last show that she made, which was Underground, I thought it was really good. So I, um, and she's a really good writer, so which is why I think it was exciting. So I don't know what specifically she did that I can recognize that I didn't like, but, um, but these two I did. And, um, can we open that up by actually, do you guys have anything that you sort of didn't like or did like? I know Darius had to hit me up and um, you're muted, man. I didn't like the episode where they went to Korea. Oh, right. Um, and the Hippolyta episode was a little bit long. Like, okay, I get it. She's in a different universe. In the alternate world, let's get back. Like, real shit is happening on Earth right now. Daughter's curse. Atticus trying to learn magic. I don't need to fucking see her. And her woman power in this fake 300 yeah, Wonder Woman crazy. scene. That was crazy. <laughs> so, so help me understand. Some Confederates. So yeah. help me understand that though. In that episode, um, right. so she she already so she knew. Remember in episode one where she was laying in bed with George. So she already knew that that was gonna happen, or that's kind of where the story picked up again. Like, she did, did she already? Did she already knew that like he was gonna like die? No, or, no, no. 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 Okay. All right. Because that's why I got confused. Like, oh shit, did she just like relive this day again? She went to an alternate universe and relived it with him in that episode. Okay. I actually kind of thought that. Well, we can talk more about it when we get to that episode real quick. Um, and yeah, but the episode was unnecessary too. You know what? You're unnecessary too. That's fine. I thought it was kind of badass though. Like it was just like, okay, cool. Like, damn. Like we, just like with every episode though. Like you have to build up different characters yeah. I, I really i really like the korea one too because it's just like the i think it was the first episode when atticus made a phone call and then he was like what are you and it's just like oh, okay cool like now we're getting the background story to what took place there it was a little weird <laughs> as to what took place but i really boring. i mean you got it but you have <laughs> you got to tie up loose ends you know it's not like a power okay. it's not like a power book review where they just no, kind of every, gloss over things yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> you know you're right it was necessary, but I think it could have been shortened. Um, actually, you um, you hit it on the head, Rashawn. My one of my biggest problems with the writing in this show is the unfinished storylines. A lot of things didn't make sense, um, and they didn't take the time to explain. For example, I don't think anyone explained how it was rationalized about how you know the Shogoth you know killed a whole bunch of white cops on the street, or you know. Montrose killed, you know, killed someone and that was never really dealt with. And the village people, we never found out what they were doing. They were basically kind of forgotten. We didn't find out their purpose. Um, a lot of little nitpicky things that like- They were there at the end. I, Huh? They were there at the end. No, they were there, but they took such a, like those first two episodes, which were really great set up a lot of things that were wrapped up without explanation or were just left hanging and it was easy to get past those moments because the show was great because each each episode and each scene and each sequence was sort of really exciting and setting up such an exciting like sort of mystery that you didn't think about what was going on but when you sit to think about 
some things like it sort of doesn't make sense. Um, and I think that was sort of the Jordan Peele sort of things where, you know, he has another show, um, Twilight Zone on CBS. And that show sort of suffers from the same problems where like he sets a premise and it's like, it's like how we used to do Key and Peel, where it's just like he sets up the audience in sort of this sort of fucked up situation and then he does the punchline. And you can see that in Get Out um, and Us, where like, you know. Yo, Edgar, no lie, like, there's, a little, there's a little black girl smiling behind you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but before you to 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 the to the to the Twilight Zone point though too, I mean, that's an old show that he's adopted, and that has a plot where it just kind of starts off with like a fucked up, like there's always kind of like that punchline at the end where everything comes together. That was crazy because I was like literally glued and like that dark corner. Uh, yeah. So so Edgar Edgar Edgar's in a in his in his room right now, but there's like a dark spot and there's he's just kind of like <laughs> yeah. There's a real yeah, dark, dark a corner. Real dark two, corner. Two like ten <laughs> year old black girls in uh weird dresses and lipstick could be. I would turn on my light nails too. could be there with weird picanini braids. You just see like two eyes and like a big ass smile. Smile, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can edit all of that out. No, we're keeping it in. I want to. Um, I want. I want. Um, I want to keep the evidence about the. Um, in case I want to see you guys about the trauma you guys have caused me right now. What are we talking about? We're talking about writing and. Um, we're talking about them two girls in the the middle of your room. Guys, I'm so serious right now. We try <laughs> to look out, and it like changes the fidelity of the volume thing. All right. Um, actually, let me, how do you, oh, here we go. I can see my entire room, so now you guys kind of don't scare me. All right, I'm on gallery view. Um, so writing, um. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, that's where you were at. So when Montrose sliced homegirl's throat, I was lost, too. I was like, yo, what was that about? Is that going to be explained? But, yeah, to your point, I think that was just kind of like a, Something that they could have explained a little bit, but although he, I mean, he was keeping and from he said he read the book or a book that George gave him and then he burned it. So I don't know. Well, what ended for me, for me, what started off Rocky was the beginning. The beginning started off Rocky, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? But I was so in, in, intrigued by the, the acting, by the visuals. And by the little parts of just depicting like the racist world that it kept me in there. Mm. So I, I so I kinda like I kinda let those elements of of what was going on, like I was like, whatever, we're here now. And I'm just like I'm watching this because I'm interested. And I think it definitely benefits from that. Is there a particular moment in episode one or two that like hooked you? Uh the scene where they got pulled over they were on the road and they got pulled over and um the cop was like you know you're in lovecraft county or something or country or something like that sundown 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 um county country whatever one of those um and he was just like they were racing against the the sun um and then yeah, like once. Even, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, nah, there's no way they get away. And then we see the scene of like the cops, and I'm like, oh shit. Like it's about to get real. For me, it got me when the little uh, hell, hellhounds or whatever um, bit the, the policeman's arm off. That's when I was like, oh snap. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was sort of just like um, <clears throat> when they got like um, Jonathan Majors and Journey Smollett. I feel like there's certain actors like um, they definitely fucked. By the way, just going on a record and saying that what definitely did. They have some serious chemistry. They they do. They, I, I watched an interview. They were like, "Yo, like once once you just feel the spirit in another in a in a in a in a coworker, like you just know." And I was just like, yeah, that's that's code for they definitely smashed. 
Um, Anyways, I'm sorry, Edgar. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Um, no, no, no. Um, I, uh, I'll. Um, Jesus Christ, you getting flustered, bro? You need to take a second. <laughs> What's going on, man? You just forgot how to speak English. <laughs> Two minutes. Ago, I, uh, um, uh, I, I uh, took a sip of water and then continue to say I. Uh, um, um, no, honestly, it's just I'm tired. Um, it's been a long day. I woke all right. Up so get to the first thing of the first on the first uh thing that you made in the in the outline. See, now I, I can't speak. Screen because you told me there are fucking people behind me. Now I'm scared as shit. So you have to stop the fucking outline. All right. Does, does your door lock? By the way. No. Oh damn. Oh, actually, I did want to talk about this next part. Um. We'll get to the real life elements. We can talk about that in, in the episodes. But the music is spoken word. I thought it was uh, done very well. Yeah. I thought the spoken word was super dope. The piece that stuck out to me was the Gil Scott Heron piece. Which one? Um, I think it was in the first or second episode. There was a Gil Scott Heron piece. I think um, J- James Baldwin. My- James Baldwin's speech was like the very first one. I James think. Baldwin had a speech too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what got me, oh. and I was like, "Yo, if they continue to do this, and then the." The soundtracks that they had, though, I was like, yo. When this Frank is... Ocean came on, though, I knew what was going down oh, with Montrose and Sammy. I knew yeah. a tornado was going to fly around that room. <laughs> I knew it was going to excuse the mess they made, too. Wait, what? You're using so many euthanism. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, in the pilot. In the... Tell you, it usually doesn't <laughs> rain in Southern California, much like Arizona. And I'm sure Montrose was thinking about Sammy. Oh, my God. But, um... <laughs> I feel like they didn't waste any time in the pilot, though, with, you know, just kind of creating that dynamic that you knew something was going to happen or, like, one of the main yeah, characters they- was going to go that way. Um, yeah. They didn't waste any time because when Atticus walked up into the bar and dude was just blatantly getting some yeah, home in the alleyway. Clark 3000? How many <laughs> Bro was getting that super top. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It was like worse than like <laughs> Kane and Power getting dome in the bathroom. <laughs> Why did you guys start stuttering again? Look, me? No, I'm not. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I'm messing with you. What did you guys think of the 1950s settings, though? I thought that 1950s setting was dope, and yeah. I thought it was dope that they were using music like uh, Rihanna. Yep. And using contemporary music and mixing Bitch the better have my money. And like that when she rolled up, that was, yeah. that was crazy. That was yeah, yeah. So what's her name? Journey, Journey Smollett? Um, Smollett? Yeah, Jussie Smollett's yeah. sister? Yeah. Tune in to Off the Rip. Jussie, you Jussie. Tune in to Off the Rip on Thursdays. <laughs> Say, we don't respect you. You ain't no Jesse. You Jesse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I like the 1950s yeah. settings as well, but back to probably what... hired Montrose and Sammy to jump them. That's probably what went wrong. Oh, my God. My fault. Go ahead. Um, But, yeah, back to what you I was saying before. Back to what I was saying before around, you know, getting hooked in, like, the whole history piece. Like, I like the 1950s, and I like the, the Green Book that was like obviously very evident, but like if you didn't understand what that was, I thought it was cool the way they incorporated that into um, the entire series. Cause now only the green book was kind of like, okay, now you know they're going on an adventure. I thought that was cool. The way they, they the writers played on with the importance of that. Cause if you didn't understand what that was, now you could do some research around it. And I thought that was cool. One of my biggest problems, um, and I'm, on, I'm just going to keep pointing out little things, and I don't mean to be sour on the show because I really love the show. Um, it was, yeah, Watchmen came out last year, so it's my favorite show of 2020. I really like it. I'm just picking out stuff because I know you guys probably. Yeah, Rashawn, you should watch Watchmen next if you like this one. You haven't watched Watchmen? Oh, is, okay, so do they do, do they do that too where they just, or does it take place in like, no, it takes place now, but just watch it. I'm not, okay. Don't tell them anything about it. Just watch it. Hippolyta took a time machine to that Because Because with this, and I like shows like that where they kind of date back, but if you're going to date back, be authentic within, you know what I mean, with 
historic with like history or historical events be authentic with that throughout your plot and i think that's why i like this show because it kind of remind me of season two of the umbrella academy where they oh. went back Are to you... the 60s and you know what i mean the emmett till the emmett till joint that yes. one got me yeah that kept talking about where's bobo and i was like oh snap yeah um i was kind of hoping that's one of the things that they actually could have i was hoping they would change but um yeah, like, did you guys notice, like, it was happening since episode three um, when he was introduced in the um, Haunted House episode? That what? Emmett Till. Oh, was he one of the kids that was playing with the Ouija yeah, board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed when they said, where's Bobo? And I was like, yeah. who's Bobo? Yeah. And I had to look it up. He took the um, that Ouija board, told him not to go, but, you know. Oh, let's talk about overall real quick before we get to um, specific episodes and what we liked and didn't like. One of my biggest problems with this show was that it was 10 episodes and almost all my problems could have been solved if they just took it to like, not even, you know, 12, but like maybe 16 or 15. More? I More. think that would have, I think they would have, yeah. I think, I think 10 was right where they needed to be, to be I honest with you. eight. Really? If you take out that little Korean lady and you take out the you can't you have, thing, no, you condense have, it. If you condense uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah condense yeah. it, you can do it in eight. I think ten was the perfect number for the season to end. So you guys don't like, because to me, I don't see that as a completed story. Like, and that goes to the last point of that um, section in the outline is that. I kind of don't want to see a season two for a specific reason, and that's how they written one of the characters in the ending. But um, <clears throat> like you, you don't want to see a season two of this, but you want to see a season two of Watchmen. Yes. Oh my god! It would be sick, I, and this is my I don't know. Like it would be sick if season two was based around like you know like the '60s or like even the war on drugs, bro. Like they like the late '80s, '90s. Like if if they like somehow jump to that, that yeah. would be dope. I think. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm. other historic. That's like, a good that's idea. What, like it would be sick if they were to do that, and then so, somehow Atticus pops up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he. I don't think he went dead. to the future. Yeah. We so, don't know where he went when he don't know where he portal. went. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So it would be sick if if it just kind of shifted like 20 or 30 years, but like now we got Reagan and then we got like this whole war on drugs thing and they're trying to navigate that. And if they do some play on with like the central, I'm just going off, you know. But that would be, that would be sick. Um, but um, all right, well, I think I can get you guys to see my point once we go through all the... Um, why are you always trying to get someone to see your point? Why can't you just make a point and let people decide? Because I'm right? Yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> one of the similarities with, one of the many similarities with Watchmen is that they sort of, the way that they wrote this show was that each episode sort of, I thought, correlated with the character. Like, they each obviously had a plot going through um, going through them, but they focused on each um, on each character. And so, except for episode nine, which I thought was sort of like... Um, their attempt to sort of um, tie up all the um, loose ends. The reason why I don't want a season two was that I went on a ride with each character and I really, you know, really liked every character that was shown because they are really written, written well by Misha Green and they all had dimensions and I, you know, even the worst ones, not Lancaster, I sort of rooted them at some level, so. Season one was the, that's kind of like the foundation, like every episode was based off of like the characters that we really care about aren't other than Atticus, but is he dead? Like, we don't know. Like everybody else other than uncle George, like everybody that we care about is still there. My wish for the show that as it sort of became like a character of the week sort of show, I think I can, genre, I'll go genre of the week. I think definitely. Um, yeah. And basically I was sort of hoping that it would continue in a traditional way where like Christina didn't win or, you know, but she stuck around to the next season and it was sort of a little bit more traditional and it wasn't that they really wanted to make this whole entire thing close ended. And, um, and yeah, I guess I'm not as, I like the story that they told, um, but I can't like it as much because they didn't 
you know, they lot they left a couple of things missing. So, but I, I mean, I like all the other elements of it. But um, let's talk about our favorite moments um, between each episode and characters. So I thought episode one, since they end up dying in the next episode. Actually, um, in the outline, it says that episode one was really all about George Freeman. Um, I think it was actually really about Atticus because he's a main character and who was introduced. So do you guys want to talk about like that first episode, what you liked and didn't like? And actually, if you want to talk about Tick all the way through so that um, like his ending the show. I mean, I liked, uh, I mean, I feel like it just really just established like, you know, the relationship between Atticus and his uncle George, you know what I mean? Yeah, Atticus and Montrose, you could tell that they had some issues and stuff, but yet that was his dad. But um, he came back to look for him. And I think that's what kind of sparked this whole journey of, you know, what the hell is out there in, in the Lovecraft County. So that's that's where he just kind of built everything. Um, and then also, um, you could kind of see the there was just like that relationship between Uncle George. Right. Did we did we notice that, too? Did we get that in the first episode? It was Uncle George and. Was it Atticus, his mother? Wasn't there, like, something there? That was shown in episode, episode two. two. I oh, okay. Yeah. I think you just saw him looking at her picture in episode one. Yeah, we saw it in episode one, and then um, Darius knows that because when the episode originally aired on TV, I was telling him to watch it yet again, and I told him that, you know what? I think Mantros might not be George's father and it might be um I mean might be, not be Atticus's father and it might be George's and I think um Montrose might be gay so I just want to say I predicted that whole storyline there is yeah, Michael K Williams on an HBO show Jesus <laughs> your chances of being right were like throwing a stone in a pond all right whatever <laughs> They're like, now, Michael, uh, so we've seen you play this character in The Wire. Uh, we're kind of going that way, but, like, just dated back to the 50s where this was you just kind of on a low. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> All right. So episode two, actually, I think that was a George. Free Do you know that dude is Angela Bassett's husband? Yep. Um, and Johnny Cochran in um, the O.J. Simpson trial thing, too. He he must have known. Like, obviously, he knew. But, like, I wonder if an actor goes into a situation, they're like, oh, I know I'm going to die. So now I'm going to go that much more in with my acting. They have to tell you. especially. Yeah, yeah I know they have to. But, like, for him, like, that was just his acting was phenomenal. Yo, that's like, he's a great actor. After they got the illusion spell on them and you sort of gave them the pep talk. Um, yeah. My favorite scene in the whole entire. And that's the thing, too. It's just like, yo, if you. Like, just their cast was crazy. Like, the, the people that they had casted was crazy. But just overall, the chemistry between each character was just on point from the jump. And that's what that's what kept me, like, interested throughout it all. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I'm like, yo, Uncle George is going to die. Because there's always that one line that they give you. It's always that. I looked at George and said, he's dead. He's gone. No, it was that one line though that they just try to they they, they just kind of hint at it like he was on the phone with uh, his wife. I guess they were staying somewhere, and he was just like, "Yeah, like, do you want to come on the next trip with me or something?" Yeah. Something along yeah, the lines of that. And I'm like, next trip. I was like, "Damn, he's dead." <laughs> I knew, I knew the moment he woke up, and, and she was like, uh, "They're having a similar conversation." Yeah, he's like, "You know how dangerous it is out there. This, this, and that." Yep. And I was like, oh, he's being too good of a father right now. Like, he's too good of a person. Yeah. That's it. I thought this whole entire time, D was supposed to have these, like, psychic powers and be able to see in the future because she... What? Yeah, because, like, in the little guidebook, she literally drew, like, a death thing, like... And then she drew the uh, sundown thing, and she didn't even know anything about that stuff because it wasn't in the book originally. So, like, why, how did Was that, that a book then? No, it wasn't like the comic it, book that she gave to her. Uh, yeah, I know, but that's a giant leap. Not the book, the actual map that they were using. It had a little doodle of like the Grim Reaper, and then it had a little thing with the sundown. So, like, obviously, that's saying it's a sundown county. But how so that's why there's going to be a second season because the shit that she did at the end is like, yo. 
Okay, but nothing in that first season tells us anything about how she would know to do that. Like, I didn't even get that. I didn't even get that. I was just like, but it was sort of those little details that are supposed to be Easter eggs. But it they looked like foreshadowing to me. That's what it looked like too for uh, her mother, right? Like Sad. the whole. Yeah, the, and now she has blue yeah. hair. Like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like, oh shit, D psychic. That yeah. Exactly, but like she's not. Nothing about the show says that. Even the blue hair. Oh, no, nothing. Nothing. Why? Why would it? Huh? Why would it? What? Like, I don't know where you're getting that from. Like that. That's a leap. Foreshadowing. I think there's a difference between foreshadowing and outright putting information that the character doesn't know how to put it. Like if it's a shot, like if you have a character standing in the graveyard and the shot like lingers, then that's foreshadowing. But the sundown thing bothered me because. Wait, D wrote that on this. Oh, that was D who wrote that. I yeah. thought that was George. I thought George that was wrote George that. or Montrose who wrote that. That was one of the things that was unclear. I didn't think it was D. Doodle. She was doodling that uh, when Tick entered the window in the first. Oh, episode. I got. I got to look back at that. Me too. So if that's if that's the case. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like her character at the like at the very end when she fucking choked the shit out of Christina, I was just like, oh, there's something to D. Like we're gonna. Like in season two, because there's yeah. going to be a season two, Happy we're gonna yeah. learn more. We're gonna learn more about like, yo, what the and fuck Atticus is up with her? her? Atticus gave her the the pet too. We could talk a little bit more about that last scene. Oh yeah, no, I think you, I think you nitpicking here. Stretch before you reach. Nah, we'll 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 take a look at it. Yeah, we'll, we can get back to it. That's a nitpick. Uh, all right. So where we on to episode two or three? Where where we at? Well, no, no, that was episode two because it ended up with George, uh, George dying. And by the way, I think when Jonathan Majors puts in his like Emmy reel, I think that crying scene is what he's gonna submit. But um, yeah, so George is. He went him. That was that was that was a tearjerker. It really was, um, and I mean, you can see the emotion, and I'm sure you know, like especially since the actor was like leaving the set for a couple of months until he came back. But yeah, so that episode ended. Um, that episode and the first episode had the same director, and I kind of think it showed those two episodes were um, really good. And um, did you guys like Whitey's on the Moon the way that ended? That was my favorite spoken word poetry thing. Was that the Ghost Guy Heroin? I don't know. It was the one that was like. Uh, it was, was that the James Baldwin one? No, no James Baldwin was the first, the very first spoken word. Um, it wasn't spoken word. Yeah, it was, it was Whitey on the Moon. That's Gil Scott Heron. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I really I loved that one. Loved it. And um, just, I thought that was hilarious. But the James Baldwin one came from an interview that he did. He was on a talk show, and he was he was doing some sort of interview. But they just took that segment, and I thought it was cool too. How it just kind of flowed with like it was like in, in transition between from like one scene to another, and I just loved that because it that that's what they did with like every um, segment or spoken word that they put in. I haven't seen that really actually anywhere. Um, I, you know, like. Maybe like in Spike Lee, you know how he usually adds in um, actual footage, footage in his movies. I think that maybe might be the closest to it. But this particular trick, I really like. Yeah, that's that's yeah, my what, thing what, though. Well, my fault. Like, I, like like a sidebar though. Like, do we like do we actually think Spike Lee is a great director, or is it just because he was the only one like doing black movies at that time? Oh, like no. on a main scale, like mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't think I'm like his movies are hard to watch. He's like a very particular director, but um, <laughs> except for Inside Man, I love uh, that movie. I I not watched that one. I remember my family trying to get. That's it. the least Spike Lee Spike Lee movie. Which I think that's why I liked it that much. <laughs> Um, like I had to look at it, I was like, "Oh, Spike Lee directed this." I, was like, oh, yeah. I wanted to clarify when I said Gil Scott Heron, Whitey's on the Moon" poem was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious in the sense of like of how real it is. Like it's sad, but it's hilarious how relevant that it still is. That's what I mean. Like it's not funny, but it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, like in that Dave Chappelle way. Yeah. Um, I like I liked it. I was about to say that they use that same motif of having. 
spoken word or I guess not having a score over a climactic moment. So that whole last scene in the last episode when Tick was dying, um, they were playing like a banjo sort of poem going on there. Um, so like I said, I like that. I'm sure some people don't like that sort of thing. Um, but that's what I liked about it. Um, episode three was all about Letitia. Um, I Yo, liked- the, the six, the eight foot dude with the baby head. I was yeah, like, wow, that was crazy. This? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> but me. when she woke up though, in the, when she was in bed yeah, and she was like, scene was that crazy. first scene was crazy. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, I liked that episode. I liked the witch doctor sort of thing. Um, what do you guys think about Lydia as a character and her whole entire journey? Okay, moving on. Um, um, oh, no, I got Sorry. I'm, no, I'm I don't know. I, no, go ahead, D. Yo already talked so much shit talking about Jesse and all that stuff. So. Nah, um, the only thing I was familiar with before this was Birds of Prey, and I have scrubbed that from my memory. So She was in The Great Debaters, too, right? I just found that out really. Oh, okay. Um, That's where I knew her from. Because I feel like that role that she had in that role, like that outspoken, like, you know, I got I'm trying to prove myself. Like, I loved her in that great and like in that Denzel movie. And to see her bring that to um, this role, I was like, okay. And then she took it to another level because of the chemistry and the supporting cast that she had around her. I was like, yo, she... I mean, yeah, that first episode exactly when she needs to be. They dash out the diner and she's driving the car and she says that line, you know, I'm Letitia fucking Lewis. Like it's yeah. like she murdered that line. She deserved it. I almost wondered if they um if that was improv by uh uh what's his name, George, to say that again. Cause it came up twice again. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he said it, I was like, Oh, that's I, I that's great writing, or the actor just did a great job with that. Um yeah. And she did an amazing job in her episode, episode three, just that crying and the chanting at the end and how she was just physically exhausted. The physical acting in this show, physical acting Jonathan Majors had to do when he was like, oh, get, get the fuck out of my house, get out of my house, get out of my house, bitch. <laughs> like yeah. the physical acting to be able to do all that is, is with wild. all the rituals and all that stuff. Like, the, yeah. yeah, that was... Oh, that reminds me, Edgar. Mark your door with red goat blood and an X just to make sure nothing happens. My old roommate used oils to put a cross on the doors, and it's still there because I low-key don't want to take him off. I don't want to- <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, like D said, keep the white folks out, too. <laughs> Were you going to say that I was talking about the physical acting? Oh, um, no. Before I forget, and I honestly don't want to forget, so... <laughs> At one point in in the finale, first of all, how the fuck in the finale, I'll do all these perfect languages. If you're learning a language for the first time, you can't be adding all these accents and shit. Okay, in what movie ever, ever did they actually like sit there and say, okay, let me study the fucking linguistics of this. Nah, that's a nitpick. Go ahead, though. Oh, the book of names. We can't read the book of names. We gotta slit someone's throat so we can't, you know, because they can speak the book of names and we can't. All of a sudden, Letitia's like, I'm America's <laughs> You said she was speaking in tongues? We were speaking in tongues the whole entire episode. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. It's just like certain scenes, like the ritual scenes. I'm like, yo, is this all improv? Are they just like blurting out random shit? And they just like, if you notice, like one person says something and the other person tries to say something. To yeah. sound just like it. <laughs> no, that shit, I, I did have a moment like that, Edgar, when the, the witch doctor tried to run out the room and she got thrown to the top of the she got that thrown to funny. the top of the ceiling and broke her back and they didn't mention her again. I was like, her back is definitely broken. No way she's walking out of that. Or well, when the the uh, dudes broke into into their house when they were downstairs doing a ritual thing and the dude opened up the elevator and got his freaking just his whole skull just fucking thrown off. <laughs> That was my favorite scene, and I liked how they foreshadowed it um, in that episode. And actually, thank you for bringing us back. Um, anything else in that episode that you guys liked? Um, episode three? Again, I like the Oh, music. Lemonade vibes when she went out there and broke all the cars. Yeah. Think of that. But um, since you erased it from your head, I wanted to remind you that, like, um, that was the second um, Journey Smollett bat moment of 2020 because she had it in. Um, she had it in Birds of Prey. 
Oh, if she can sing, she can really sing, huh? All right, episode four was a big one where Darius came to me and told me that his mom can't watch the show no more because something went down with my intro. Oh, Frank Ocean came on, yeah. Yeah, and um, and like I said, when we talked about that, I sort of agreed with it because one of the tone problems I had with the show is that, like, this show didn't need to be as sexual as it was. Like, even though it's on HBO, I think they, like were like nudity for nudity's sake. It does have like a place like I thought like, cause when they were showing that love scene because it was uh, Mantros and the dude and- uh, It was a bit too graphic. much. Because like the other so, parallel of that was the- um, Her and Letty. I mean, Letty and uh, Tick. Exactly. And that was like, that was a good love scene. Like not only was it hot, but like it was shot well. Like- <laughs> I'm sorry, E, I'm sorry. Sorry. What? <laughs> he said it was hot. Like, all right. Like, when you're watching it, yeah. Nah, this shit, they had chemistry. Exactly. So, like, and then they had the other thing, which just, like, fucking looked like rape. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the first one. The first time they hooked up. Oh No, no, no. He's talking about Sam and Montrose. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was... Yeah. When homeboy like spit on his hand, I was like, all right. So I yeah, hawked the loogie on his shit. Gotta have the wet platinum on deck. Ready for that. So it was nasty. Anything else in episode four? That was one where they had like the um the underground adventure, which a lot of people actually hated that episode. I don't know why was... people hate people hated that one, but I was like, oh, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. I was getting Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, with that whole underground, like you know, Da Vinci Code, like we about to crack and solve, like yeah. Code. Again, there's a bunch of like unearned, un unsolved, or like there's a bunch of stuff I can nitpick, but I'm not gonna nitpick it because white people have been doing that shit for years, and I ain't nitpick that shit. Right. Even the way he was dressed too, like thinking about it, like you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it was just like okay, but then I didn't really understand. So they traveled all the way to Boston to end up back at the. Um, it's like a portal. Oh, it was a portal because I'm like, yo, that's the elevator that's at her. Because you saw the glyphs when the glyphs lit up. Yeah. So I think that meant that it was some sort of magic, something, some sort of magic happened. Yeah. Yeah, and they introduced all these other things. Like, that's why I wanted to have maybe more episodes. Like, I would have liked an episode where, you know, they're using that thing to get around and actually use all these cool concepts. Because, like, each show felt like a pilot for a new show, you know? And well, then- who says who says that they can't revisit that portal in the second season? All the good people are dead. I don't know. I don't want to go back there. I'll tell you who ain't going back down there. I thought Montrose's ass was going to die the first time. I'm like, yo, y'all just got to let his ass drown. He dead weight to begin with. <laughs> oh, fa- oh, another favorite. Mo- my bad. Um, just I just wanted to highlight this. And again, we're going back. I'm going back to George. I'm going back to the first episode. But George, um, when he started quoting Dracula, I thought yeah. that was excellent, too. And In I thought, oh, damn. Yeah, and again, I was like, yeah. here's, a, here's a smart black dude who knows yeah. what to do in a situation. This I don't see this often in this situation or in this type of movie. And him using his knowledge to figure out this situation, I thought that was dope. And then the play on between him and, like, Atticus and then that white cop who was fucking missing, <laughs> like, a limb. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just like- that whole play on, it's just like, damn. And you getting frustrated, too, because clearly... Uncle George and Atticus are smart than these assholes, but like society is like, yo, I'm fuck you. Like you're 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 a stupid. Yeah, the gun. Edward. Yeah, like exactly. Like you had the power, so it's just yeah. like they had the gun. Crazy. Even in a life or death situation, he was willing to and hold that, on to his power than to listen to a black man. You know, I uh, I I'm supporting Tick, but um, Tick can't be talking shit, especially after what he did in the war. He had to do what he had to do. He's what the fuck? <laughs> no, you don't. That's some nasty shit. That's some shit you see on the boys. Shout out to Darius. You talking about when they? So we're getting to that episode, right? Okay. Yeah. Yo, do you see how he keeps putting people on sides? Like what? no one's doing. No one's so doing what, this or what, that. Bro. What episode like, are we on? Why do you keep trying to separate everybody? 
do you mean? You're see, only on the same team, Edgar. Yo, yo, see, that's that's what the problem is with black people, man. Right. We always got to divide each other, to man. Separate. On, yo, I'm just having a conversation. Yo, it's you, not a competition. So you're saying he's just out here gaslighting people? Oh, man, all day. Come on, here. man. Do you have? He don't want us to live. He don't want us to be together. He don't want us to grow together. He always got to be right. Right, man. He's part of that 10%, right? <laughs> he should be a program manager for BAM. Thank you. Um, I tried to put him out, but Darius won't let me. Um, uh, you should thank me for that. But, um, Facts. <laughs> episode five. I mean, I appreciated the play on with, like, her morphing into a white woman. Um, dark black women are uh, not treated, uh, the least represented and not treated um, in society. So I feel like that that play on and her getting a taste of what it is to be accepted and the people to like go like just to not like head over heels for a white woman. I think her experiencing that was kind of cool within uh, the plot um. Yeah, and I feel like it, it obviously drew a wedge between her and Letty, who is light, a light skinned black woman. Who not just not just light skinned. It is what I think. And let me put my Edgar hat on and nitpick. Yeah. Um, I think that it was. I think they could have been more explicit. I think they were trying to say something, but they could have been more explicit talking about her weight and her being a big black woman. Right. And why she didn't get that versus the skinny black girl who got it. Which is crazy, too, because I think another thing, D, is when um, she thought that her mother gave her the money. Remember that? Yeah. That was the yeah. whole situation. So I'm like, oh, because initially I was like, oh, shit. Could it be that because she is a fair skinned white, a high yellow white woman? Like, mm. that's why she she's got the money. She, yeah. She's getting the treatment. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, this is another reason why she's. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I didn't think about it like that. Um, out of all the episodes that, you know, I know you guys are talking about each of each episode that you guys thought were too long. I thought this one was too long, but not that I didn't enjoy it. Cause like each scene was electric. Each time they had that CGI effect of her, like with the skin, I was like, how much like time did they spend like animating all that? Um, yeah, so I thought that was really good. Um, that was the one. But Edgar, to also to nitpick too. Um, before we knew Christina and Caleb were the same person, that's there was a scene, huh? That's the episode where I figured it out. There was a scene where Christina walks behind the wall and then comes back behind the wall as Caleb. I didn't and see now, that. I, I and by that. the way that they showed depicted the metamorphosis, I'm like, there's no way that could have happened in time. Yo, shit, you're right. Um, you know what I was thinking? Because, like, by the last episode, um, she was, like, uh, Ruby took the episode in Jigaboo, episode um, when Emmett Till died. She started shifting in real time. Like, she was in the mirror, and her skin was, like, turning white, and her yeah, eyes. Yep, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then, they, but then they, the scene changed, right? But we knew that there was something up with her, right? What do you mean? Like in that scene in the finale? I mean in episode eight and when she was when she was morphing, didn't the scene just kind of close out? Did it go straight to the credits? Like we knew there was something up with her. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, okay. Ruby. That's when she had sex with uh, Caleb, right? Yeah. Um, no, I was just talking about how maybe uh, the changes become easier the more you drink it. That's what he said. That's what or that's what Christina or Caleb said. Yeah. Was that I it thought easier as it goes on. But what they showed us when she comes back as Caleb once is that she's kind of going through the same process as Ruby. So how are you going to do that, change clothes, and then hop out and beat dudes up That's all true. at the same time? Maybe yeah. if she, like, as soon as she went into the house, she was just, like, running. like. Oh. Yeah. See, the whole time I thought Caleb, in my mind, I thought Caleb was a black dude. Because the way, you know, like, with the, just the way he was morphing and shit, I thought that, oh, this is a black dude who's trying to help her, like, get you know what i'm saying like get by yeah. so that's what i thought when he was morphing i'm like oh shit caleb's black yeah nah caleb's christina yeah so then that's when that happened i was like damn hey guys so our conversation ended up going a lot longer than we planned we thought this would be a good point to break up 
the podcast and finish the rest of our conversation in part two, which we will upload right after this one. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned.